Hello, my film listeners, and welcome back to the 30th episode of Tales of Hope. And today, I am extremely happy that we are able to celebrate the release of the 30th podcast of my project that I made. And I know that I've been... I've been away for a little while, and and I'd like to apologize because, you know, over the summer, I've had the luxury of time to, you know, post every day. But, you know, there are a lot of other priorities in my life that I need to focus on. But I think what I want to do now is I want to be on a schedule, you know, post maybe, maybe one or two episodes a week now. And, you know, even though I don't post, you know, often, you know, one of the things is, you know, I still take notes. You know, I have like a little folder in my phone where, you know, I wake up and, you know, throughout the day, I just write things. And, you know, I've been utilizing it a lot because I think it's important that, you know, I document what I feel and I document you know, what it means in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, especially for this week, I've been extremely drained. You know, it's midterm season. And, you know, I had two midterms this week. One of them was decent. And actually, I lied. One of them was good. And the other one was really bad. And, you know, this is the first time which, you know, I've I've seen a grade this low. And, you know, it was like the first time when I genuinely felt that, you know, I failed a college exam. And in the moment, I was frustrated. I was stressed because looking at the score that I got, and to be fair, I think that's pretty normal I think in the moment it's pretty normal to be frustrated to be angered to be stressed to be filled with all these emotions after looking at how badly and how poorly you did but this weekend you know I've been rethinking about it what does this failed exam mean and when I'm looking at the entire course, I realized that there are four other tests. There are numerous homework assignments and extra credit for the semester. And it really made me reevaluate and approach this scenario. And it made me question, what did I do wrong? What did... I do to lead me to such a horrible grade. And, you know, I started to question my study habits, the way I learned things. Was I not listening to lectures? So, you know, today I want to focus on how failure can lead to success and how one failure shouldn't ruin your mindset in college or life in general, but rather use it as a way for redirection and as always i'll leave my phone number in the description of this episode 
And if you do want to talk or send me anything, you know, go ahead. I would love to see what the people who I talk to have to say about my podcast. So let's begin with the topic today. So what does it mean to fail? And what does it truly showcase? So I want to first begin by talking about common mistakes or common failures, which I hear a lot and I see a lot. So I broke them into three groups. And the first group is academics. And in academics, a failure can mean getting a bad grade on a homework, doing horrible on a project, doing bad on an exam, or, you know, something as, you know, it could be even more serious as, you know, failing a class. And the second one is professionally. Did you get rejected by a student organization? Did you get rejected by a college? Did you get rejected by, you know, an internship, a full-time offer? Or, you know, did you fail by butchering an interview or you just had a bad application or cover letter? And lastly, socially, did you not build enough relationships through your through your time in college? Did you not build enough relationships that'll be in the help for the future? Or did you just lose out on all these opportunities for social interactions? And, you know, these are common failures, which, you know, I always see. But I think what's important about these is, you know, these aren't going to make or break your life. When I'm talking about these, these are people, when I'm talking about these problems, these are problems which people who are in in the age range of 18 to like 24 are facing. And I think that something like this will ruin their life when they're 50 or 60. And I would be hypocrite for saying that I wasn't like this at one point in time. I wasn't like this when I felt that horrible. I felt it during when I failed that exam, you know, the minute or two, you know, after I saw my results, you know, I felt that, wow, is my, that just ruined my college career. But I think that one of the things which I've been starting to focus on is realizing that this one failure doesn't dictate my life. You know, the, the, this one failure shouldn't be a way to be harsh on myself. Like, yes, it's a time for me to, you know, rethink. It should be a time for me to reevaluate. But I don't think I should let this one failure ruin other aspects of my life. And... You know, it has helped me to realize that there are things which I need to change because the results aren't what I wanted. That means that there must be an error on my end, which I need to improve. So that's what I've been doing this semester. I've been reprogramming my thoughts, my my mindset. 
And one of the things which I've been reprogramming, you know, especially in college, is that these mistakes that I'm facing, you know, the, these mistakes, whatever category it may be, they shouldn't ruin my outlook on life. These mistakes shouldn't ruin my college experience. And I know it's hard in the moment to not think about this. In the moment, you look at the thing which you've been, you look at your email, you see that rejection. You look at your test score and you see the horrible grade. It's hard to not think about the fact that, you know, your life isn't ruined. But what I've started to think about is waiting for the next few days, you know, maybe waiting for the week and seeing how it affects me. If if it's still the same, then it means that I need to change a lot. It means that there there has to be something that I need to adjust. And it's these moments that I feel that are the most important to capture. These moments right after you fail, after you, you give us some thought, after you start to reevaluate the situation. And I started to think about the fact that this period is the most important for growth. And it makes me ask the question. I'm 19 years old. You know, I'm a sophomore in college. Will this one exam really ruin the rest of my life? Will this one exam ruin my life when I'm 50? And the probable answer is no. This exam will probably not affect my life when I'm 20 years older. And... That's something which, you know, I think a lot of students or a lot of people in general, you know, a lot of young people need to understand that. I I always hear these these high school or college kids, they, they fail an exam, they fail a course, and they think that they should drop out of college or like they, they think that their life is ruined. And I think one of the tendencies that we have as a younger generation is to overcompensate or over over i don't really know how to process the words but we we over evaluate the consequences there you go that's a better phrasing we think that this failure holds something which is even more impactful but in the truth i don't think it does in the truth i don't think that this one failure dictates your future but what dictates your future is what you do after making the mistake. What do you do after that failure? And what do you do to grow? That's the most important thing. And failure allows you to do that. Failure allows you to take a step back, rethink about how you've been doing things normally, and make you adapt to change. And, you know, for my example, you know, me failing my exam, what did I do to reprogram myself? What did I do to reevaluate, redirect, 
and to make change. So for the first part, I think what I did was I, I had to reevaluate. I had to reevaluate how I studied for this class. My methodologies. Was I looking at practice exams? Was I doing green sheets? Was I doing, you know, homework? Was I looking it over? And from the results, I could clearly show that the way that I was studying for this class definitely didn't work based on studying from other classes. The, the, the methods that I used in other classes didn't work for this one. So that means that I need to change. I need to think of a new method which will cater specifically for this one class. And secondly, it made me rethink about what really happened. What happened during this week and the week before when I was studying for the exam? What happened during this exam and what did I do after? And one of the things, you know, I it came to mind was did I not prepare enough? Did I feel that I was underprepared? During the exam, did I did I blink? Did I forget about a concept that I didn't study beforehand? And after the exam, did this one failure affect how I did in other classes? Did it make me do worse because I had a horrible mindset. You know, all these thoughts, I experienced them over the weekend. And it made me really think about what I wanted. What did I want to learn? What did I want to improve? And it made me rethink. It made me have to question myself. And I think for me, you know, I always want to learn. I always want to improve. So this one failure was a catalyst. It was a catalyst for me to rethink about the problems which I've been facing in the past. Because people tend to, people, you know, even me, you know, I tend to say, you know, I failed this exam, but. You know, that may be like a 70 or an 80, you know, but like this one was genuinely bad. And I guess it was good. You know, it was more of like the, the, the tipping point, the tipping point for me to actually look at the problems which I'm facing. It made me relook at the, 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 the small errors which I've been building up over time. And sometimes, you know, it may take something as big as that to make you rethink. Or maybe just something as as small as having numerous small failures compound on each other to the point where you have to take action. And... It all comes down to the mindset. Are you a type of person who always wants to learn? And are you the person who always wants to improve? And for me, 
that is who I am. I believe you always are constantly learning. And I truly believe the best way to learn is through making mistakes. Looking at all these mistakes that you're making, all these failures that you have, and evaluating them. Not letting them get to you, but more of understanding why it happened. Was it an error in your studying? Was it an error in your interview process? The way that you answered a question, the way that you didn't study for this part, you weren't prepared for this part. All these parts is something which I take into account and I adjust because something as small as that could make or break the other parts of the things which you're messing up. I have to think of it as a butterfly effect. One error could lead to multiple others. Yet at the same time, fixing one problem could lead to others being fixed. And that's the beauty of learning. That's the beauty of making mistakes. You aren't able to see that growth unless you make a mistake. You aren't, you aren't able to see your flaws unless you make an error. And for me, I've started to understand that these mistakes, in the moment, they may make you feel utterly useless. But what do you do after? Will you redirect your attention to other things? Will you refocus? Will you be the person that will overcome these obstacles? And for me, I think that's me. I may fail, you know, I may fail hundreds of times, but at least I am making an attempt to get up a hundred times. I am making an attempt to stand back on my two feet and become even stronger. Many times I always hear students, you know, that they, they fall down, but instead of standing up, they just lay there. <laughs> they just lay there and they just let it consume them. They just lay there and let the problems just consume them away. Not only making your period of growth even smaller, but affecting other parts of your life. And sometimes, you know, depending on the severity, it may happen. But I think the most important thing is that you find the time to reevaluate. You find the time to, you know, settle maybe an hour or two to just talk about this one issue. To just talk about why it is that this occurred. Was it because XYZ? Was it because of you didn't study ABC or whatever it may be? And I think the most important thing is what does this problem, what does this mistake mean to you? Will it light a fire in you to, you know, improve? Will it make you want to improve? Will it give you more motivation to change? And I think that's also one of the benefits of, you know, making a mistake. It'll help you to refocus. It'll help you to 
think about what you're doing and make you want to change. And only through failure are you able to see these. Only through failure are you able to physically see that you need to change. And that's something which I've been focusing on this semester. And I'll face hundreds of failures. I'll face numerous mistakes, but what will I do with them? And that's what I've been, you know, trying to do more, you know, take more risks, making sure that I am putting myself into these situations where failure may be a possibility because it'll help me to grow. It'll help me to realize that I may need to change up things. And only through taking risks will you be able to realize what it is that you need. And I think that's one of the things which people are scared of, you know, this idea of failure. They think that failure is horrible. Failure will ruin your growth. When in actuality, you grow better by failing. Failure is the way for you to improve. And, you know, people are stuck in this, you know, this like paradox, this matrix, you know, like they grow up in a, they grow up in a family thinking that failure isn't acceptable. When in reality, you know, not making failures means that you're being complacent. You're being comfortable. You're doing things which they worked in the past. However, things are changing, so you need to adapt to them. You know, maybe in some cases, you know, the, 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 these, these past solutions worked. But, you know, the next time you try it, they may not be the same. There may be an even better solution. There may be an even better solution that you're not even know about because because you didn't take the risk. And that's something which you know I I I want to focus more on, you know. I want I want people to take more risks. You know, I want people to be more accepting of failure. And I think that's something which students now are more hesitant. They, they, they think that failure will ruin their life. And I think, you know, I think that's something which, you know, maybe education didn't teach well. And they think that, you know, getting that B, getting that C or D will ruin their, you know, their future. But, you know... Sometimes, you know, you need to get that failure to discover what you need to change. And, you know, I think especially in high school, you know, I felt this. You know, you, in high school, you know, you focus a lot on 
and you know they 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 put a heavy emphasis on you know you have to have a 4.0 to do well you have to have a 4.0 to get into a good college to be successful but you know in actuality you know i think you know a 4.0 you know it's helpful but i don't think it's the make or break of the world the make or break in the world is you know what you learn from it you know let's say like you spend the rest of the whole of your life studying. You have a 4.0 and that's all you do. But, or, you know, you're the person who, you know, you can BS and still get that 4.0. But what does that mean in the real world? You know, you, you don't have that luxury of, you know, BSing your way into getting a 4.0 or getting into an internship, you know, or like a job. You need to have, you know, the, the ability to want to learn. The ability to be accepting of failure. And, you know, I think that's something which I've learned a lot about in college. Is the fact that, you know, GPA is more of like a minimum. And what you build on it is through your experience. And, you know, are you the person who, who will, you know, not apply again because of what happened last time or you will you be the person that will apply again because you know you're you're passionate about what they do and you're passionate about you know wanting to grow and i think you know in high school you know you don't have this luxury you don't have this different culture and you know you start to understand this culture when you're 18 when you're when you're seen as an adult and you won't really see this until you actually attend college and i think that's there, there's such a stark difference between the high school culture and actual car, actual culture at actual culture at you know your college in the future and, you know, for all those who are listening, you know, I hope that, you know, you're accepting a failure, you know, and you you don't let these failures get to you. You know, I think the most important thing is, you know, you are taking these risks. You're looking at these failures and you are growing from them. You know, I think most of the people who are listening to this are, you know, around their 20s. And, you know, this is prime time. This, you know, this is prime time to make failures because I truly believe your 20s are your golden age for growth. And what better way to grow than by making mistakes? And you want to, you know, you want to be more accepting of mistakes. You know, you, you want to be accepting of it because when you're older, you know, you won't have the luxury of taking risks. You won't have the luxury of, you know, discovery and growth because there's going to be a point where you have to settle. But when you're 20, you have all the opportunities in the world to do. However, you don't have that when you're 50, when you're 40, when, you know, you're working a full-time job, you know, you, you have a family. And, you know, that's also been a focus for me. It's, 
you know, it's realizing that I'm literally 19. I literally have like 70 years of my life ahead of me. And I am getting worked up over one exam. You know, to be honest with you, I'll probably make even bigger mistakes future. You know, mistakes which, you know, it'll require even more growth. You know, it'll require even more brain power to, you know, look at the problem, think about it, and think about what I can do to improve. You know, it's not something as small. It won't be something as small as, you know, rethinking how I approach the problem. You know, it'll be more of a problem of, you know, working with others, thinking about a problem of a bigger scale. And, you know, I'm always the person that isn't living in the past. You know, I'm always the person that will, you know, use the present and the past for the future. And I'm always looking for the future. And, you know, by making these mistakes and learning from them, you'll better equip yourself for the future. With that, I would like to conclude the 30th episode of Channels of Hope. I'd like to thank you guys for listening. And like I said in the beginning, if you do have any questions, I'll send my number down below. So please give me a text if you do want to say anything. And what's ever on your mind. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope to see you guys possibly next week. See ya.